it's Susanna. Welcome to season three on Fashion Love Stories. Let me reintroduce myself to you. I was born in Macedon, Greece and raised in New York City. I am a graduate of FIT and my background is fashion, art and design. I love to create, I love to inspire and I love to share. We're going to be doing a lot of uh, the inspiration and uh, sharing these days because of the dark times that we're living in and um, I'm delighted to share with you some of my inspirations, some of my highlights and some of the love. It is a pleasure and thank you for staying here with me. If you like more information about me, please visit Susanna Galani's Jewelry, Age of God. Thank you. Reminder, please listen until the end of the episode because usually I include a surprise or a bonus. And I have to tell you why, because I use fashion as an escape. And the topic, of course, is uh, style icon, Carolyn Bessette Kennedy. And the timing is interesting that I'm speaking about her again, because I already spoke in another episode. Uh, I will give you more details in the uh, in this coming episode. Um, but um, I was not planning to speak about her again, uh, and she showed up. And that resonated with me. Let me do something Carolyn Bessette Kennedy related because I felt for my own um, reasons uh, to, to escape from uh, the darkness and the mood uh, of uh, holidays 2021. Uh, yes, I tried to make the best out of this and I tried to use all the bells and whistles and all the light and all the decorations and all the music and all this and that. However, it was still dark. It was not normal. It was uh, affected by uh, exterior events and it was not good. It was not funny. And although I have nothing to complain because I have so much going on in my life and I have a beautiful family, the fact is I did not spend time with uh, all of my family yes and I did not go away I was looking forward to going away to Costa Rica with family and some of them are there now but I decided not to go Um, it was not so much Costa Rica it was the fact that spending time with family that I was looking forward to because I live alone in Manhattan and uh, the last two years I I lived more alone than ever so I was looking forward and I did not have the chance because of uh, the situation, what is going on, or all the fears and all this whatever stuff is going on and uh, I was down a little bit and uh, yes, I was feeling a little bit down I was trying to, to make some changes, I was going inside and figuring things out and I was going to <clears throat> tell you a little bit more about what I was going to do, how to cut ties from the old and go with the new and some painful stuff and uh, I recorded it already which is probably going to come next but uh, I just felt very down so what else can I do but 
escape with fashion and Caroline, of course. Uh, she was hip and fun and gorgeous. And uh, uh, as soon as I started uh, doing a, a little bit of research and talking a little bit about my own experiences with her, because I was working with her while I was working at uh, Versace, she, she, she was shopping there. And I got to know her. And uh, stylistically speaking, I have some stories to tell you. And she was amazing. And um, once I started talking about uh, those days, I guess because they were taking me back to beautiful, per perfect, fun times. My mood started changing. So yes, uh, I used fashion as an escape. I did it. I hope you do too, because fashion is an amazing tool. So this is just an introduction and I can't wait for you to hear everything I'm going to be saying about my favorite style icon, okay? It's Susanna, it is Wednesday, December 29th, 2021. The year is almost over and what a year it was, it was very revealing to me. A lot of things came to the surface, a lot of uh, highs and lows and a lot of revelations. As far as um, the authentic me, what is going on, uh, what has been going on, what has been affecting me, what has been um, hindering me in my growth, what has been inspiring me, they all came up very strong and um, I was very uh, brutally honest with myself and I tried to really figure out who I really am and um, also to improve on me if I felt that uh, there were certain aspects of myself that um, they needed a change, they needed improvement, they needed love and care, um, they needed healing, like I worked a lot on my inner child, that part of myself that felt still neglected uh, due to perceptions. Sometimes they were mine, sometimes they were implanted uh, by society, etc., etc. Um, in any case, I did a lot, a lot, a lot. So um, I'm in the process right now that I feel good. It was a very uh, intense year emotionally, and it, it still is. I'm still having issues. The more I work on myself, the more um, challenges I get, I suppose. I don't know, is this how nature works? Is this how the divine is pushing us by giving us bigger and bigger challenges? Because I did a lot of work and I have to say, I really focused. Not so much on myself, uh, I, I, for myself, for selfish reasons, but deep down I felt that um, I needed to do that and also share my experiences and my revelations and my lessons and um, how I did it and share it with you. This is how I created this podcast and I'm sharing everything with you, all my challenges in the hopes that whoever needs information will be there and something if resonates, it will be um, available for you. That's why I'm calling this uh, podcast Fashion Love Stories. I do love fashion, okay, and I have my passions when it comes to fashion and uh, definitely I do get inspirations from other people. We are all here to get inspired at the end of the day. 
whether it's through fashion whether it's through society through art through books through culture through um, the lives and biographies of other people um, definitely style and fashion has been a very important part of my life as i mentioned to you in uh, all my podcasts most of them it's all about fashion with me fashion is the tool i i'm using in this lifetime to to be me that's i feel a very strong connection to fashion and very important need for fashion and self-expression and beauty and empowerment uh, so definitely i did have a lot of uh, inspirations from school from work from different uh, style icons that i've been uh, looking up to for whatever reason they resonated with my style with my aesthetic etc 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 so yes fashion is the, for me, the, the tool or the medium to really express myself and, uh, and to live uh, my life uh, to the fullest and uh, be a part of a rich experience, including fashion and art. So I do love, do love my style icons and I do love my fashion and and it's not going to stop anywhere in the near future it's going to continue because it is very important for me um this uh this season i'm sorry season two now we're in season three with this podcast on season two episode 11 i spoke about one of my favorite um style icons carolyn the said kennedy Caroline Besset Kennedy, yes, that's her, that's the one, one of my style icons, and I did have the opportunity to work with her while I was working at Versace, and she was for real a great style icon, and uh, take it from me, I know it from first hand, because I did work, and um, she was a very much, you know, very strong influence uh, in the society uh, in the 90s when she lived uh, and she was uh, thriving and she was a young married uh, wife of um, JFK Jr. and uh, they were the it couple and to my amazement uh, they are still are as far as the influence, the style, the itness, itness quote unquote, they are still it. I always looked up to them as a couple as well. So to me, they were the ideal, cool, gorgeous, stylized, understated, hip, cool, New York, downtown, Tribeca style, cool. And I always looked up to them and um, definitely they were my icons, of course. Um, You know, it was not only the style and the fashion that they made them so stylish and so uh, hot, it was also what was in inside them their characters their strength their uh, um what else can i say their enigma their their um sexual attraction their uh, uh, vibes their their magnetism they were gorgeous they still are <laughs> so everybody's looking up them so going back to that episode um, it's one of my all-time favorites and 
It is my number one listened episode. It has maybe five times the numbers of listeners than my other episodes. Uh, when I spoke to you about um, Caroline Bassett Kennedy's style and how she is my style icon and um, and I have some personal stories in there. So she, she's always there as far as what society seems to be as the original influencer, one of them, I would say one of the very, very few, um, aside from her mother-in-law, that is. Uh, but um, she's really up there. So even now, um, things pop up while I'm doing my research and watching my fashion stuff and uh, all the influencers and trends and other things that I would like uh, to share with you that are fashion and style related. She's always popping up. So they call it the Caroline effect, uh, quote unquote, uh, in what way she, so many, what way she influenced us and uh, my generation at least, uh, because she's of my generation and um, how, how this cool woman was able to influence and still does is astonishing and that never ceases to amaze me. And she's always there. Her star, her star quality, her star impact, it's still happening. Never mind the husband, of course, JFK Jr. He's still there and he's as hot as ever. <laughs> so, guess what? I'm going to be talking to you today as the year 2022 is winding down and it's kind of 20, I'm sorry, 2021, I'm rushing. My numbers these days are getting mixed up. And speaking about numbers, I have to tell you my previous episode, I really, really, really mixed up the numbers. Instead of saying 2021, I said so many times 2020. And then another time I said 2022. I don't know. Everything is a blur these days. And I apologize. It is confusing, but you'll get the point. I'm talking about the times when I'm speaking about all these numbers, years, etc. It's all about the time. So I apologize for that. If you are listening to me and you're questioning uh, what is going on, Susanna? Uh, yes, I'm confused with the numbers. I'm speaking about now, so in any case, I may do the same thing now. I don't know why, and I don't want to change it as far as um, alter it or edit it because it's so tough for me to do this. In any case, I am apologizing in advance if I change the numbers. So the year is 2021 for the record. <laughs> so it's coming down and I'm so looking forward to 2022. It's going to be an amazing year. And I also spoke a little bit about these numbers. Um, the uh, angel numbers 222 of the year 2022. Uh, go back please to my previous episode and I'm discussing there um, the significance and the important uh, significance of course of the presence of these um, numbers coming up and um, yes I'm going to be talking to you right now my darlings about the Caroline effect and her style influence and that includes also her real style okay the aura 
the attitude, the confidence as a woman and uh, the gorgeousness, the goddess-like, angelic-like figure that uh, to me a woman should be like that and it's someone that I identify with very much and I resonate with her presence because that's how I am as well as far as the person that I am uh, in any case uh, I'm not trying to put myself up there please do not under- misunderstand um, to say you know I'm like her I am my own I'm Susanna <laughs> and I'm not going to change <laughs> but there's something that resonates with her style that I find it uh, aesthetically appealing to me also style-wise her, her choice in men <laughs> her style her uh, clothing her um, attitude etc etc so she's up there okay still she's, she's amazing um so her presence the caroline effect is still uh, very much uh, relevant into these uh, these times of 2021 and while I was uh, just looking uh, for interesting things something attracted me an article from Vogue UK Um, they were talking about her um, effect Uh, the look the 90s style is is still uh, very much uh, important these days uh, it's called a paired back 90s style and she was an ideal uh, muse uh, she is an ideal muse for this style that is happening today 30 years later I would say maybe 20 years later because I knew her at the end of the 90s um, in any case she was a very important style icon in the 1990s so it is back and it's staying and it is still uh, influencing um, the next generations, the, ne- the next generation of women, and uh, what a, what an inspiration she is, and I'm so glad women are looking up to her because she was ideal, she was perfect, and she's the right style icon to emulate and to look up and to get uh, her style a little bit and her ways and study and uh, uh, be like her because uh, she was perfect, and and we all are. So uh, aiming to be perfect ourselves so definitely she is still happening so the nostalgia of the 90s right now I'm just reading of an article that is dated um, earlier this year in Vogue so it's still happening it's very very important um, and uh, it's bringing a renewed appreciation of uh, the 90s decade uh, biggest style icons and one of them that was the most admired according to what I say and according to what everybody saying was Carolyn Bessette Kennedy she was impeccably dressed she was um, she was uh, working for Calvin Klein before she got married that was a few years before I met her and uh, while uh, we were having a fitting um, in uh, the couture on the couture floors I dressed her for the fire and ice a long white gown which is like a co- almost like a coat dress with a very long uh, um, zipper and a slit at the front and then it has a boat neck um, 
boat neck and the fabric is a little bit uh, tweedy like a heavier fabric and it was very form-fitting so we worked together uh, when she uh, she was uh, she came in to pick up a dress for, uh, for an event the fire and ice all in uh, Los Angeles and um, that's the dress she, she chose and the following day she was on the cover of Women's Wear Daily and uh, she was definitely the eat girl so um, while uh, she was uh, trying on I asked her how was it uh, working for Calvin Klein and she gave me her a true uh, answer you know how it is in the fashion industry it can be tough it can be this it can be that which I completely understood because working for designers uh, I was working for Versace at the time it's very demanding in order to be on the top it's very tough the competition and you have to be at your best game so the people who worked there they had to be very 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 capable of uh, identifying with the designers um, emergent uh, goals and aspiration and and be like uh, warriors in fashion in order to maintain that position to be up there so I completely got it and this is how I kind of bonded with her because she understood and I understood as a fashion girl where what she was talking about so it was really cool but she didn't um, she was very authentic in her response and she didn't act as if you know I'm Mrs. Kennedy now and uh, you know I don't relate to to people you know in the fashion industry as far as the other side of the industry you know the service side and helping and dressing up women and all this which I was and she was before she became Mrs. Kennedy she was really cool it was very very cool nevertheless it was uh, around Christmas time I have to insert she sent me the most beautiful flowers for um, Christmas and she was so elegant so in any case I have to insert that little story because um, she's known to have been uh, the Calvin Klein, Klein executive um, and she entered the public eye uh, and that was uh, in the early 1990s 1994 I believe um, so they got married two years later in 1996 and I believe I met her uh, in 1998, a couple of years later, or maybe 1999, I'm so sorry, I met her at the beginning of, no, uh, the end of 1998, uh, it was Christmas time like I said, and then the following year I knew her while she was shopping there and I was working with her and then, uh, uh, you know, the story of what happened in the summer she disappeared so she was so impeccably dressed and what can I say so so they, yeah they got married she wore the most amazing Narciso Rodriguez dress Manolo Blahnik sandals I'm talking about style now she was all over all the newspapers everyone was talking about her around the world so she became the definition of chic elegance that sealed that wedding dress sealed the her brand her image and it became the carolyn Bessette kennedy style long white fluid very sexy goddessy very hollywood um, style so after she got married of course um, it was her effortlessly cool street style that stole the show mostly it was in black downtown chic sophisticated dramatic understated um, 
elegant, chic. Her hair was her trademark. Um, the no makeup look. I'm just telling you all this because you're looking for inspiration. This is her trademark. Fresh, f fresh face, very uh, minimal makeup, and uh, the hair was always very shiny. How did she get the hair so shiny? And uh, it was always like careless, like she, she woke out of bed or something, but there was so tossed. And um, she was known for, for that minimalism. It became the turn of the century, century 1990s, of course, and then we became in, we changed around in the year 2000. She, that minimalistic style, uh, the modern day uh, goddess uh, that all the fashion editors created uh, an ideal look uh, based on her inspiration and that was the editor's look, sleek, understated, um, classic, timeless, that uh, things that never go out of style but always very elegant and um, feminine and um, timeless. So she created that timeless look that all the editors uh, and all the chic women, especially in New York, uh, this is where all the trends were starting. and. Um, she became the ideal, uh, the original it girl. So, her fashion legacy, oh, even though she disappeared in 1999, her fashion legacy still, still lives on and it's still inspiring us. And I'm even talking about her today because a lot of women are looking up to her as a style icon, including me, although I did have my own style, I have to say even before I met Caroline Bessette, so which is identical to hers, but I, I was not looking because I was in the fashion industry and that was my style. I'm a New Yorker, so I was part of that look. But in any case, we bonded because we were similar as far as style is concerned. She was featured um, all over the world as a girl and a lot of designers are looking up to her ever since those days, the 1999, uh, the 1990s, and the 1999 uh, disappearance of her, I'm, I'm saying to her, I'm speaking about what happened to her as a disappearance, quote-unquote, because, quote because I don't want to talk about anything tragic. Her, her disappearance was really very, 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 very tragic. But I'm not going to talk about that now. So... The whole industry, even though it's so long, 20 years, right, plus, her um, passing from our fashion world and our lives, and she's still fascinating. And not only it's still fascinating her style, it's more intensified. So, I'm looking here at Vogue and I'm looking at certain um, um, looks that made her have that Carolyn effect. Uh, what was so inspiring? What were some of her looks that are unforgettable or some of her traits, her behavior in general, her aesthetic? So I'm going to take a little break because I have no battery um, in my computer, on 
my iPad so I have to take a little break and I will come back and I will tell you what really are some of the Kennedy Caroline Bessette Kennedy's looks that are still fascinating and are still in even though it's the year 2021 and it's ending so hmm, she was that good that that bad <laughs> she was really 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 gorgeous so uh, i will be back Now I'm back and I'm doing this with you, the Caroline Bessette Kennedy uh, influence on style and her effect uh, on us, even though it's been so long after she disappeared. Okay, so now I'm looking at the Vogue, as uh, I mentioned to you in the previous segment um, of this episode, and uh, I'm looking at Vogue UK. And uh, although it's very elementary what they're saying, and everybody knows that, uh, I'm using uh, an article that was written earlier this year to just get um, inspiration and a reminder and continue telling you what I'm going to say because um, pretty much her story is all over and it is pretty much the same as far as what were her style, her, her, what was her identity and what was her, some of her signatures uh, and um, pretty much everybody knows that who is a fashionista and has been looking at her as an inspiration for fashion. Um, now, before we begin, uh, this is my own observation. I think she had her own uh, style inspirations and I believe one of them was her uh, mother-in-law, uh, Jacqueline Bessette Kennedy. Onassis. No, I'm sorry, Jacqueline. <laughs> Jacqueline, no. Jacqueline Onassis. Kennedy Onassis. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Caroline Bessette Kennedy, I believe uh, one of her uh, inspirations was her mother-in-law, Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. Another inspiration that I think... Um, because I saw some similarities, um, I think it was her, one of her style icons was uh, Jane Birkin. That's what I think. I haven't read this anywhere. Definitely, definitely the old Americana style, uh, the old money look, which is very, very happening now. Classic, understated, rich, um, luxury great quality, great make, good fabrics, uh, sensible shoes, classic, beautiful, great quality, like she used to carry her Birkin bag, and uh, beautiful loafers and great shoes. Oh, I have a story to say. She was so humble, and she was not so much um, into trends uh, that one time I was working with her I mentioned her boots they were very simple black pointy a little bit uh, distinct looking uh, what I noticed were the quality and um, they were not definitely identifiable so I said I like your boots and she said oh they're old Yves Saint Laurent 
I had them for a long time. Um, and she was so proud to say that because uh, she was not into labels and the latest trends, like I said. So that was her. Um, definitely what I remember uh, was the quality of her clothing, always the best of the best, very simple. Okay, pair down. Unapologetically her, I don't think she was scared to be her. She was very confident, that's what I remember about her. Extremely confident and... Um, hmm. She screamed confidence from the way she was walking very straight boom 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 like very great walk and almost like a model on a runaway but not pretending to be a model she was natural about it and then she has an engaging uh, uh, look uh, expression in her face she was very sweet and um, approachable although she had a cool exterior but it was an interesting combination of sensitive and cool in the beginning I was uh, wrong about her I thought she was very cold unapproachable but no she was extremely approachable and very relatable and very very uh, warm very warm and um, elegant and gracious Okay, that was my little parenthesis from my experience in working with her. Um, okay, so let's go back and see what uh, are some of her signature looks. We all know that white shirt she wore um, with an evening uh, long skirt and uh, black. I believe they were probably um, Louboutin. I don't know, uh, Manolo Blanik most likely, um, crisscross black sandals, very, very, very classic, very, very elegant, but she's known for that white shirt. I believe um, Meghan Markle copied her on that because she usually wears this white shirt and from what I understand, she does uh, tend to look up to her as a style icon. And she has great taste, Meghan Markle, by the way, but no wonder. She has Carly Bassett as a style icon. Uh, she's dressing uh, very beautifully herself. And maybe I will make a, a, a style icon uh, podcast about her, Meghan Markle, because I do like her style very much. So very classic, going back to Caroline Bassett Kennedy. So she, she was elevating, she, she unapologetically elevated this white shirt, a very classic piece, um, and she uh, wore it to a black tie gala at the Whitney Museum of American Art. So eventually she turned the white shirt into an evening wear essential. So <clears throat> she, was, she wore that with uh, a skimming skirt accessorized like I said with black sandals and a gold beaded bag so that look according to Vogue epitom epitom epitomized the uptown glamour without compromising her pair bag aesthetic next she wore this um, Sandals uh, with a chunky heel. They were not very high, uh, and they were very um, 
very 1960s inspired, very Jackie O-ish, I believe Jackie O uh, wore this look very much on her summers in uh, Scorpios in Greece or in Capri or Italy or, or where, where she was traveling, she tended to wear this look. Um, so she created that look herself. Um, strappy sandals uh, it was one of her favorites and she used to wear them with cropped jeans um, minimal minimal uh, look but uh, it made it it, it 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 became her signature next she wore the power head band she uh, she rocked this look um, very minimal again like an accessory it was not anything uh, ornamented or anything heavy duty uh, i believe it was a tortoise shell very simple minimalistic look so she liked this although it's very trendy right now she was one of the early advocates of this look okay so she used to pair that with her oval shades, t-shirts, etc, etc, very simple. She looked very prim, childlike, but grown up, very innocent, uh, very pretty. Um, her bias cat sleeps or dresses or skirts, even her wedding dress, obviously, um, it was very essential characteristic of her wardrobe uh, and it was very form-fitting without looking too cheap or sexy or too tight it was loose almost like a, a goddess a Hollywood goddess um, So the slip, she used to leave, like the slip dress, she would wear that in black, white, uh, very, very minimalistic colors. Uh, it's called a caroling, okay, it became, it became a look that she used to fashion a lot. And of course, she would wear that with a headband. Uh, another look that uh, she made very um, popular, and this is where uh, Meghan Markle uh, also copied her to 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 create this combination, which I wear that a lot. I love this um, combining beige or camel and black. So it was part of her signature look. Uh, we all remember that image where she. As soon as they got married, um, she came out of, uh, or they got engaged, I don't remember. They walked out of their house in Tribeca and she was wearing that famous camel uh, skirt with a very simple um, black fitted top with a v-neck and brown boots and a black bag and she called it a day and she became unforgettable having that look. Very classic, but uh, definitely very classic. Um, Caroline the set uh, or the Caroline effect that I'm calling um, so the other uh, look that she used to 
fashion was the bandana. Uh, very famously, she wore that on her honeymoon. I believe it was in uh, either Turkey or the Greek islands uh, because they visited the two uh, parts of, the, of this world. Um, so she was uh, uh, photographed with that uh, bandana look and of course she was inspired by her mother-in-law, Jackie O, Jacqueline Kennedy who often covered her hair with uh, loosely tied silk scarves. And again, that was while holidaying in Capri or somewhere in Greece. So it looks very good when you travel in these parts of the world. It makes the whole look very chic. Of course, she paired that with denim, which was her signature, tank tops, blazers, very, very classic. So she created that Riviera chic, uh, a la Jacqueline Kennedy as well. Extremely, a fantastic uh, signature look for her. Uh, Donatella Versace uh, was inspired by that look and she created a whole collection, the winter of 2021. Uh, featuring the bandana, that look, uh, that Caroline Bessette uh, and previously um, Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis did. Um, another signature look of hers, which was not really extremely a signature look uh, throughout her life, but in the beginning she looked very, very pretty in uh, a floral dress and she looked very elegant, very uptown chic. So a floaty summer look um, that was uh, paired with stilettos, gorgeous hair, black pattern Prada bag, and uh, it was kind of like her look, and she made a very popular 90s look. That floral dress. Another look that was very much her signature was her lipstick. Although she did not wear a lot of uh, makeup, uh, she was known to wear the red lipstick, uh, very much her signature. It was very simple yet effective uh, with her minimalistic uh, makeup, uh, nothing I would say, uh, her gorgeous hair and the red lipstick, that was it. So very rich hue apparently. She apparently applied it with her ring finger to achieve that bled effect. So make a note, no uh, lip liners, no uh, all these things that uh, you suck your lips to make them swollen. That was no, no for her. It was natural lip and um, just a blurry little um, bled effect. So she wore that black dress very well and uh, she was known obviously for black. Black was her signature from her coats to her all black effect, uh, little black dresses. That was it. Um, what can I say? That was 90% of her wardrobe and it was gorgeous on her and she, she really made it very, very popular. New York black. It was not plain, uh, she used uh, a lot of uh, lines, the fit, the length, the, the, the chiffon, the, the mixing of different um, 
textures, layers, whatever it was. So she would wear black on black, but yet the, the, the fabrics they would create and the silhouettes, they would create the Caroline effect, which, which was very chic, understated, uh, downtown New York cool. So it was uh, all in the details, her shoes, her accessories. She was an accessory person. So she liked to play with all that. So that's it. That's all I can say. Again, what defined her style was her cool approach, her confidence, her inner beauty. She was really, really, really beautiful inside. That I can attest to. I have never met somebody like her although I did meet a lot of people working in fashion uh, celebrities I mean the other person that I liked was Beyonce she was very sweet also very very sweet unapologetically sweet very very sweet but let's go back to Caroline Besset Kennedy Um, her inner beauty her inner light was what made her the spark that she had but from what I understand she was also very spiritual so that's another thing that we may have to talk uh, later on at another time Uh, I need to do more research on that Uh, but definitely she was very angelic and it was not fake it was really her inner purity her inner light the inner beauty the inner confidence Um, that's all I can say this is what made her who she was and the fact that she had an incredible taste she was very bright and very uh, cool and um, smart and um, very um, attention to to detail and she would scan you and she would see who you really are I mean she was very smart I would call that street smart or even more so more intuitive and more um, insightful uh, really understanding so much the other person that um, it was fascinating Uh, I did not see that uh, in a lot of people Uh, very few people had the depth and the strength and the spiritual that essence I cannot explain it maybe I will uh, do later another um, podcast about that but in any case I don't want to dwell too much on Caroline Bessette Kennedy uh, anymore um, the rest is history I mean uh, there is so much information but I'm just giving you her style has a Caroline effect not so much from clothing but also from her personality and uh, her spark her inner spark this is this is what I call actually the Caroline effect and I do wish that other people see it, see that and try to get inspired or try to somehow let this spark be absorbed because like attracts like right and uh, we if we focus on something we become part of it as well so I wish uh, the people that are trying to the young girls that is uh, or even the older girls but especially the younger generation the new generation of women that are looking up to her as a style icon I hope they will be able to see through the inner spark and really see what made her 
that style icon. It was the spiritual side of her that I would like to stress. Okay, this was her best strength, her best accessory. It was that inner beauty that she possessed. Okay, I think that's it. I'm done. I'll be back with uh, more stuff, whatever. I have no idea what that is, but I already have three podcasts that I'm working on, and uh, they're all different. And uh, but this I felt uh, I should share with you because it came up so strongly, and um, I just uh, needed to share all this with you because, uh, after all, you know, this is a fashion love story podcast. So this is one of the versions that uh, I'm sharing with you my love for you. Sharing uh, Caroline Bassett's style. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. Bye.